Welcome to Toast in the Morning, your number one podcast for all things sports and more. Here are your hosts, Evan and Peter. Enjoy. Toast, uh, a couple weeks have passed by, and you are currently still one in seven in fantasy football. One six. One in six. Yeah, right. One in seven this week. You have a tough matchup. Yeah, but you know, it's okay because you know who who I uh, beat? Me. That's right. Because I benched it. I, I still like think about this. Like I benched Justin Fields, who weirdly enough, if I play him, I like crunch the numbers. He averages like thirty points if I don't if I bench him. And then he averages like ten when I play him. So like that's cool and all. But anyways, he had like thirty six points on my bench. And I played Justin Love, who laid Love. the big what did I say? Justin Love? Justin Love. Oh yeah. if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, I played Jordan Love, who laid the biggest goose egg of all time on Monday Night Football. We were flying back from Miami on the flight and yeah. watched it in like shout out JetBlue, in probably the worst quality I've ever seen in my life. Like I felt yep. like I was in like 1997. Yep. It was like all grainy, and I was like really yep. close to the screen. Um, but it was it was the perfect storm. Devontae Adams also laid a goose egg, and I was like, this is my chance. But Jordan Love laid a super. He, yeah, I knew it was over after that DB on Vegas horse collared Christian Watson and didn't let him score a touchdown, and then they kicked the field oh, goal yeah. afterwards. Oh yeah, Marcus Peters. Yeah, that's how, from that point on, I was like, yeah, I'm cooked. Yeah, thank God he did that. That was good. Uh, what's your analysis though on Devontae Adams? What, what, you know, for fantasy as a Devontae Adams owner. Yeah, because um, it's not that's the triggering part. I feel like it's not his fault. But go ahead. It's not his fault because uh, the Raiders. Are ass, they're like extremely bad. Like they're like they're terrible. Like they are a terrible football team. Or uh, although like it feels like every terribly coached. Absolutely, I think they're ter- terribly clo- coached. Coached and managed from the ownership all the way down. It's a it's a terrible organization. Speaking really of bad. ownership. What is going on with uh, Bro's haircut? What's his name? Mark Davis? Mark, right? Yes, it's Mark Davis. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I feel like how can you properly manage a team when you look like a member of Dumb and Dumber? Oh. But like, I'm not even like I, – I was thinking this mainly because the other night like I caught the end of the Aces game. Mm. And I was like – I was just looking at him like, does nobody say anything to him? Or does he know he looks dumb? I don't think so because Do you think he genuinely is like, Yeah, this is fire. I'm I'm a trendsetter. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Because like I feel like that's a haircut even like it's not even like low maintenance. Like you definitely have to shape it up or it looks like mega stupid. Well, everything that I've heard, he's like very like old school. Like mm-hmm. I think he has like a flip phone flip phone. I think he drives like a like a minivan or something. Like he's like old school. Mm. Like, you know, stuff like but that. I feel like that wasn't even popular. At any point, though, I feel like that's never been a good look. Oh, it's been a great look. At no point in history have has anybody ever been like the bowl cut is in. It was. Did you see Nez Declassified? Coconut Head? That was in. He doesn't even have the whole thing, though. He's like half of Coconut Head. Coconut Head. <laughs> Coconut Head. Besides the point, um, with Jimmy G, he was still like legit. For some reason, though, Jacoby Myers is wide receiver one in Vegas now. Um, I think the most triggering part about it all is that he wants out, understandably. The only reason he ever came was to play Derek Carr. And the Raiders said, go screw yourself. Yeah. We're not trading you. 
That's so right. So now, because I think the only solution the Raiders have, because when you really look at the way they're structured, they have terrible ownership. They have still some good pieces all over, you know, good defensive pass rusher. I mean, this team made the playoffs two years ago. You have a quarterback who, in once again, in the right system, as much as I hate on Jimmy G, he won't lose you many games. Right. Will he, you know, make any Super Bowl contenders? No. But will he actively lose you football games? Not really. Uh, you have the a great wide receiver core, in my opinion. For some reason, they don't use Hunter Renfro. Uh, I was having that discussion the other day, actually. I feel like there was a point in history where it wasn't crazy to say he was mini Cooper Cup. Well, I guess so. Like 2019. Sure. I mean, sure. But, uh, but I, though, it was, like, I guess you, when they were on like the sort of the same... And that, like Pace. you know, when Ruggs was out of the league and he was getting all that volume, it just wasn't a wild take. Like he had the route yeah. running, he was white, um, <laughs> I, I and mean, there wasn't too I, many. I mean, I mean that's perfect for a New England system because Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, what are they running Wes in Welker, Vegas? They are failing, but it's a New England it, system. It's the New Eng- It's the classic New England, but like tries to do their own thing, but they always revert back to the New England thing, and then they get fired in three years. Mm. Um, I mean, it's happened at every stop. Why don't they just blow it up, Toast? Because they got a lot of money uh, that they're paying John Gruden to not coach them. They're not going to fire another coach. Oh, yeah. They paint Devontae Adams to probably try. They're, they're pro- Who knows what the future holds still for uh, Josh Jacobs. And that's disgusting. Uh, to see money for a... They, uh, Garoppolo too. I also don't think they should. Max dump, Crosby. I don't think Josh Jacobs should get all the money dumped into him. Don't get me wrong. I've been a big running back hater over the past couple yeah, you of years. Hate, you hate running back. Um, but the guy deserves better. I mean, he was the league leading rusher last year, and they treat him like he's like some RB dog Yeah. I they, mean, J- Jonathan Taylor was the same thing too. Yeah, but like Zach Moss is actually good at least. Yeah, but you know, John, 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 like Jonathan Taylor might be getting some uh, more run. Yeah, but it looked like what we're going to start seeing trending is that kind of that kind of style. I mean, every team is going to adopt a 2 to 3 RB system. Just makes sense. Even if you then pay your running back a lot of money, you don't want to put all that mileage on them. Right. It's kind of like what Seattle has done with Kenneth Walker. He's still the workhorse and still getting the most touches, but Charbonnet still comes in and grounded pounds when they need him to. He's a rookie, he's young, he's good. Um but you know, you need to take a little load off of your guy. I mean, Miami was doing that with HN and Mostert, and then HN got hurt. And Wilson's back, and so is Ahmed. What is going on there, bro? What? In Miami, it's just like I mean, that running back is working. Like, it's amazing. But, I mean, yeah. It's the same thing that, like, also the 49ers did. So it's kind of like that. You know, I mean, yeah. Like, he's also, you know, <laughs> two of those uh, guys Shanahan are- Jr., so. I mean, I, I wonder why the Sanhan Jr. Huh? We'll take a nice little transition into that. We'll talk about Miami. Um, sure. We'll get to my Giants in a second. I'll speak of the Raiders. Shout out to uh, Tyson Badgent. Is that Tyson? Is it Tyson? Uh, the Bears yeah, quarterback? Bangnet Badgent. Yeah. Who played that one? Division like Sheffy, Shepherd six, College. They lost to, like, the College of Minors last year. Yeah. He won like what's the whatever the award is for like the D two Heisman. He won that. Yeah, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I that's what I heard. 
other than that, like it's a good feel good story. Will he yeah. ever last? Most hey, likely not. I hope if, he, if he has two more performances like that, he is a career backup. He's gonna make millions. What what go. I will give him is he's accurate, and he can make basic reads. And you know what? That'll get you a backup job on many teams. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He can put the ball where it needs to be, and can run the offense. Absolutely. That's. Absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. Wait, yeah. thank you, Cody Kessler. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, so I guess back to Miami. Where you want to start? Square one is there's a couple of narratives we need to address, right? Uh, of course, the we, narratives. Uh, are uh, back. Of course, we yeah. Of course, we had three weeks of you know Dolphins win games, and of course we're back. The but that's week, the big the narrative. After I want your genuine, unbiased opinion. Okay. Was. There's a fluke from Miami, or can are they have they had too easy of a schedule? Are they not prepped for be, better and bigger teams? I mean, I mean, here's the thing: the schedule. I hate the schedule argument. I really do because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you saw this week, but Buffalo lost to New England. Yeah, and then everyone's team rose New England. The New England's not the team that they used to be. Obviously, Miami beat them. And everyone's like, oh, everyone's everyone's back. everyone makes fun of Miami. Oh, they had such an easy schedule. What happened? Buffalo got their teeth kicked in, and they lost. Yeah. So I don't – I do not like this argument. I mean, Kansas City beat Denver by, like, six points, seven points. Like, I, I hate that argument. It matters, but to a certain extent. Um, at least my – the way I viewed it is, is that I think that game made Miami better in the long run. Because yeah. I don't think – they faced the team yet this year with as much star power. They did get kicked in by Buffalo, don't get me wrong, but I feel like Buffalo is like a little, a little overrated. I, I, mean, I mean, the thing is, I think they'll just, I think that Miami has a Buffalo problem. I they, think, they just can't be Buffalo. I think they needed a game like this where it was different than Buffalo. That, I think they more beat themselves. I think in this Philly game, to me, it looked like they just got out muscled and out schemed. Philly was just flat out better than them. And then they said, we're going to drive down the field for 12 minutes. You're not going to stop us. And we're going to burn the whole game away. And so be it. There's nothing you're, you're going to do about it. Yeah. That was, that was the, that was the killer. That, right? that game that ending drive. drive yeah. And they're like, we are going to slowly go up the field. You're going to watch us do it. And you're just going to have to accept it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and the thing is as well, like you look at the final score, 31, 17, it's like, ah, okay. So it wasn't really a game. Miami was in that game for three quarters, mm-hmm. and then two of those to pick, and then they had that long drive. And but that like was, I said, that I think that's the killer. deadliest part about Philly is they're not going – unlike Miami, who is very much like we can score a touchdown in 30 seconds yeah. and we're going to fly by you. Philly's like we are going to play football the way we like to, and you're going to have to play yeah. at our tempo. 100%. 100. Um, yeah, I, I don't like taking uh, like uh, – you know, obviously the uh, – morale victories, moral victories, or anything like that. Uh, but there were some good things out of the game for Miami. Um, I mean, the, the defense played their tails off for most – for you know, they played mm-hmm. really gutsy. Um, Eli Apple had some, a decent play. Either, whether, uh, you know, whether he held or not, he made he made some effort plays. I mean, what do you expect I, from, like, quarterback four? I mean, Miami's getting the Eli Apple experience, man. He is – I hate him, by the way. He – he, this is the game plan that every cor- every offensive coordinator see. Right, this, this, okay, all right, everyone. All right, if if everyone if any team is looking for an offensive coordinator, please hire me. Third down, third and maybe five or six. You scan the field. 
Where's number thirty-three? Where's the oh, right there on the oh, right there in the slot? All right, <laughs> go after him. And it's just like I think AJ Brown after the game was officially like arrived on the scene. He's just bigger and stronger. I mean, yeah, it's like watching it's like watching mini Julio. I mean, yeah. Funny enough, Julio was on the field with, um, but um, but that's really his play style. Yeah, and unfortunately, Miami they didn't obviously Jalen Ramsey who's practicing this week, which is crazy. Which and, I saw. He yeah. hit the Shador at the game. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, said, yeah. What's up? Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's like, and then Xavier Tyree, Howard didn't play. Tyree had some uncharacteristic drops. He like, man, the that that, that drop was just. I think that oh, was the man. moment when it was like, I don't know. I think Philly's gonna run away now. I was like, oh, man, he needed I, that. I was like, of course. And then the fourth down thing where Cedric Wilson gets his face mask wrapped. We haven't talked about the refs. Uh, and then, but the thing that is, was one all right one. But other than that, Philly was extremely disciplined. No, That's they the, weren't. Yes, they were. No, they were not. Yes, they were. No, they were not. There's, there's. I mean, you guys had. There a, are so Eli many Apple screens, absolutely. There are so many. Uh, there are so many screenshots on Twitter of of Philly holding players. There is. You could pull the, the same thing the other way. You're just seeing the Miami. I am. Look, I am not excusing. You got that, the Miami. Look, I am. I am not excusing Miami giving up ten penalties because you know what? Yeah, they weren't disciplined. But there is no way in hell you can tell me the Philadelphia Eagles played such a clean game, such clean a clean game. game that they had zero penalties. There, there is no way you cannot okay. convince me. The one I'll give you is the face mask, but I, like I said, I also there were saw some embarrassing multiple, fl- were, multiple holding calls on the other side of the ball. I no, don't think I no, think it's a there, negligible difference. There, no, there those those refs should be ashamed. Those refs called an awful game. I'm not saying uh, we got screwed. And they lost us the game, but there is you cannot tell me with a straight face that the Philadelphia Eagles were so disciplined that they had zero penalties, and Miami got called for ten. There was there was a play. It was the that that touchdown that that touchdown that ty, uh, Tua threw to Tyreek that got called back on a hold, hundred percent a hold. I get that, and they and they saw a field goal. The next drive, David Long is going. Breeze through the, the the offensive line, and but someone just chokeholds him, similar to the one that Lester Cotton did to call back the Miami touchdown. No call. So I don't know what to tell you. These refs are are embarrassing. Those are some embarrassing, embarrassing refs. They're terrible. They're flat out terrible. But um, so let's go. Final statement on the Miami game. Okay. Get, give me one sentence that you know. What's your takeaway? I mean, is it disappointing? Yes. It sucks, yes, uh, but there are some good here. Uh, well, it was really one sentence. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a little preamble, so relax. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, there's some good, but we need these guys to stay healthy. We need to stay healthy. We are down to O line, O lineman five, six, and seven. I don't even want to hear your complaints. I'm not saying. Look, uh, that's what I'm just saying. I'm saying we have a bunch of injuries which are annoying. We need these guys to get. We have the bye week in two, three weeks. Hopefully we get these guys back and they can finish the season strong. Okay. Well, speaking of the team of injured offensive linemen, uh, the New York Giants got their first win this year. Second uh, one. Well, I don't. I didn't mean to say that. First quality win of the year. I don't. That Arizona one is. I put that more on. I don't know. It, there was different I, I for, energy I for, in there. I forget that they won that game. It's just because it was such a miserable stretch between the two. That Seattle sure, game yeah. really knocked the wind out of my sails. That yeah. one, I think okay. after the Seattle game. Oh, okay. I think after that Seattle game, I think I was like at one of my all-time lows. 
Because it's like I really let myself believe this team was good. I was kind of buying it. I was buying it a little bit too. I was. I thought this team was going to be good. And it's like going back to your statement about schedule, it really shows me that schedule does matter. And, hey, last year we – I'm going to put it like this. Dable is getting a little too much hate this year, and this is nowhere near the situation that we were in with uh, what's-his-face in 2016. McAdoo. I think this is very different situations because I think without Dable last year um, and those wins we had, I think that was a product of coaching, and we oh. don't win anywhere near the same amount of games. We yeah. won close games against teams like looking back and what we know about the roster this year, we had no business winning those games. Mm-hmm. Um, the roster is depleted. The roster it has a lot of holes. Our offensive line has been god-awful for like over a decade now, which is really getting my nervous. I feel like every year I have the same discussion, and it never gets better. Andrew Thomas is the only quality lineman we've ever had, and he's hurt. The rookie center, he's, I think he has a future. Neil needs to go to guard. Or, or maybe to like Narnia. No, he. I think he's just struggling with uh, footwork and speed. Um, I can't believe, I can't believe we never talked about uh, the Evan Neal comments. That, that, I can't believe we I, ha- I had that. no comment on that. Um, uh, if you want to give my my little synopsis on it, the people that are still harping on that, like, get a life. I don't know. Like, I heavily disagree with what he said, but he's also like twenty three. Give the guy a fucking break. He's, uh, uh, he's uh, been uh, struggling. Uh, it's definitely out of frustration. He apologized. He handled it well after. If you want to talk about how terribly he's been playing, that's one conversation. But I feel like we have way bigger issues to worry about than Evan Neal's comments. I think his play is the bigger problem, and I'm off of it already. All right. I, mean, I, I guess so. I, I, just, I, just, I literally uh, chalk it up to being young, stupid, and angry. He's clearly mad at his own play, and he's trying. Yeah. It's, it's a cope. But he shouldn't have said it. Yeah, and uh, he addressed that. At least he didn't double down. I guess so. You've seen many players with big egos double down on some I mean, comments. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, he, yeah I think his remorse was genuine. You think so? I accept his apology. All right. If he was an Dolphins, I wouldn't. Also, when he said it, like I was honestly like chuckling a little bit because like, that was stupid as hell, but I wasn't like... He's making fun of me. I, I mean, when I saw that, I honestly I was like, I literally thought it was like, oh, no, Evan, Evan. You, yeah, that was literally oh, like that. But no. like, I wasn't personally attacked like that. What's his name on the radio? Uh, Don LaGreca. That was his, that that's an all-time is clip. So that his is going to be an iconic clip. His rant, that, that rant is up there with some of his best rants. He is the rant so King? good. Yeah. He has a great rant about, like a, it's like 2018. Talking about the Mets and like yeah. their all timers, like because like the Mets don't have like their all time like because so like, he's like Seaver, coherent Frank the Tank. No, this guy. This guy <laughs> I'm joking. Frank the Tank sucks. He sucks. You see the meltdowns he had during the Dolphins game? Oh, he's the worst. I saw him at the uh, the Devils home opener. He was having a meltdown there. Yeah, dude. I I can't. No, he's like. I'm. Ha- I think I'm. I will say this. I think more and more people are. Realizing? I've realized it. And it's like, this guy, we're done. Like I, I think done. it was more because of the Dolphins, because like they've been good all year, and then like they had like started going down by a little bit. It's like I mean, right, even bro. last year with the Mets, like I know like people were like, oh, but he he saw the future. It's like no, he's just a pessimist. Like he's just so negative. But I will give him; he is a genuine fan. Like he actually, he's a like, genuine he, fan. He's just an ass. He just yeah, he's a. I'll leave that. Um, but back to what I was saying about the Giants is. 
Of that the game? That was fun. Obviously, if we blow up this season, it is about coaching. And Dable has had some questionable decisions this year. Um, for example, at the Bills halftime game, I do chalk that up to Tyrod. It does look like he audibled that play. Yeah, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that too. But another million-dollar question is why was that an audible? Why was that? Why was it a? Why was it a repass? Why was it an option? Why? Why was that the play call itself? Um, uh, the play call was probably some form of pass, and you saw by Dable's reaction, he was livid and clearly did not want Tyrod to audible that. And as a vet quarterback, I feel like once again, this is why you get these vet guys. They usually don't make decisions like that, especially right. Tyrod, who's right. I feel like looked pretty decisive. And also, he's he knows he he's played with under Sean McDermott, like he's played in um, Buffalo. He knows this situation and you know good coaching gets you to win those games i've been very questionable on sean mcdermott i think for what two years now yeah i've, I've been okay. slandering yeah. mr mcdermott yeah yeah um dable has got to find a way to get wins like that against a team that's better than you mm-hmm. and you, you got to squeak it out right but i think in the long run he's still going to be here he does not there's like people are saying he's gonna get fired he's not getting fired this year Unless no. they absolutely lose out, and even then, I think he still comes back next year. Yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't fire him. I wouldn't. Uh, the offense has looked better, not only a with Tyrod Taylor, but b I think Davis is starting more, calling more plays. I want to see more Jalen Hyatt, man. Uh, that's that's the main thing I will give Tyrod Taylor over Daniel Jones is I think Daniel Jones kind of falls in love with one or two guys. Whereas Tyrod finally got Waller involved in the offense, Hyatt yeah. involved in the offense. Hyatt, pro- I think, already has like the highest success rate on the long ball. Um, yeah, if he didn't have that touchdown called back, I mean, the guy had a phenomenal night. But I will not get too excited about young receivers, as we saw with Darius Tony. <laughs> so Hyatt looks phenomenal, though. Um, I think his questions he had with his hands and route running was kind of stupid, and I think we saw that. He's finally, like, we'll see. Hopefully he doesn't become Paris Campbell Jr. But I think that is the move of the offseason that did not pan out. Paris, I don't think, looks good at all. Not a big fan of him. He, he was a lot, he was a very high, uh, low-risk, high-reward Yeah, guy. what was he? What did he sound like? What contract is that? He was, Pocket he change. Like, what he sound like? Yeah, like a two-year, five million. Uh, like Sterling Shepard's not really involved, but I feel like he was also more just like a veteran locker room president. I feel like he was a body. Yeah. Uh, he has, like, what, four catches this year? Wandale has, I think, been a phenomenal slot guy. He's like the guy you could throw underneath routes to six to eight right. times a game. Right, right. If, you know, we did play the Commanders, but there was finally something to be like, you know what, that was a watchable football game. Yeah, there you go. I was there. That was, I was, I'm still, I was surprised that there was a good turnout. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was because it was the Commanders. Because I, I said before even, the game, honestly, if, if they lost that game, that was my final moment for yeah. the, this season yeah. where I would have been like, I am not going to actively plan my day around Giants games. I'm going to watch them. But, like, if I have something to do, I'm going to do it. I'm right. not buying tickets. I'm not I'm not doing this if we lose to the Commanders because then it's officially, like, done. You're, we were done before, I think. But, like, you enter, like, no man's land. Right. You've been there. You know the feeling. Oh, I know. Oh, I know the feeling. Oh, like me in a no man's land. Uh, I mean, I've rented out a few feeling. places. Yeah, it's like the back half of the Mets season where you know it's over, and it's like you'll Mets. watch the game, but it's like 
I don't know. It's just you feel morally. I mean, I kind of did that this year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's you understand. You understand the feeling. I've done it for plenty of Dolphins games. Well, not well. I've watched those Dolphins games a lot. And people but. that say like, "Oh, you're not a real fan if you sit through the bad times." Don't get me wrong. I watch it, but like, oh, I'm not gonna stop. actively ruin my but, mood. Yeah. Like, for example, people ask me like, "Oh, why don't you like buy like?" I think you asked me too about the game, and I was like, especially if they lost that game, I'm not a spending. I'll put it like this. I'm not spending money to be miserable. I'm right. not buying Giants tickets, spending the money that I work for, going to East Rutherford yeah. in that dump of Met- the, uh, the Meadowlands yeah. to watch them get murked on primetime television. Right. Yeah, 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 you're wrong. Like, I was thinking about going to that Seattle game. Thank God I didn't because I swear to God I would have been off the side of that building. <laughs> yeah. I was miserable in my living room on my couch. I was disgusted. Yeah. I bet you were. Because N, because the only thing that cooked my parlay was the over on the points on that game. The I picked the over on the points, and it was an alternate points. I picked like over 38.5. The Giants couldn't muster up a, like a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? This is a dump. Hard Rock Stadium. It's mid. I don't know what the fuck they were doing with this like team store thing, but these guys. The layout, the same, is weird. The, the spirals. Weird. I see what they were envisioning with the spirals. That is so late eighties architecture. But like, bro, can you throw a set of stairs somewhere on the side? Like those, I, I, uh, like if you're, I can barely find any stairs. You have to hit a whole lap if you miss the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's a nice stadium. It's a nice stadium, but um. Some yeah, renovations figure, need to be. Yeah, yeah. Figure, figure that shit out. Like that, that was uh, frustrating. I think I've added the canopy because uh, I've been told people have been there in the past and kind of get torched alive. Canopy, like the the covering that they added. Mm-hmm. Like you know how we were in the shade, right? Like, yeah, they yeah. used to not be shade. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was never shade until 2016. Yeah, so I'm saying like, yeah, we yeah. Went, I think we went in October too. It was still 92 degrees. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy that they were like, it took them. The Dolphins. Hey, we play in Miami. Yeah, fifty years of uh, football. Be like, we should add some shade to the people. And yeah, so shout out Stephen Ross for that. That's good. That was fun. Here's another. uh, I think our final point Mm -hmm. of this episode. But I want to talk about Chris Olave. I also have my fantasy team, so I have no bias and no. uh, He's on my on my other fantasy team. Yo, he's so triggering because like. He had like if everything goes right in the game, he should have like forty points every week. The dude, not score a damn touchdown. I the one dude, touchdown. What had, is Der- dude, Derek Carr? I don't know what. He, uh, the, the only receiver scoring touchdown is like Shahid. It's ridiculous. Like, like, what are we doing for, here? Like, if I see Kamara get one more, du- first off, that's why I lost this week. Kamara had the worst thirty-point game I've seen in my life. Checkdowns, huh? He had like 14 points on receptions. At one point, I was like, bro, he has, like, it was like halftime. Like, he has like 20 points for six yards. Like, what are we doing? Ah. God. It's it's the worst because it was like Dan. Dan, It's so upsetting because, like, Dan makes these picks and he had no clue why. He just, like, picked the top guy on the board and here we are. And of course, they panned out for him. Of course, his 12th round pick ends up being the best running back. 
And it's like, of course, he picked the right Miami running back. Because if last year he picked Mostert, he would have been like, ah, oh, Jeff Wilson's a guy. And here we are this year. Like, they just decided to pick Mostert. Yeah. And and uh, Achain got hurt. Like, yeah. For us. What do you think about Big. the trade of Mostert for Justin Jefferson? Bit uh, egregious. I don't care. The one thing I'll say is because I have to play him, I'm not as upset because the Dolphins are on by. I just don't want to come in last, so my life goes on. Sure. Could he have gotten a better player? Absolutely. Yep. Do I care? What do you rate that trade on? You know, on a letter grade for Dylan. On a letter. And then for Dan, I feel like Dan, it's an A. I uh, I rated a. I don't care. Oh, just give it a letter grade. Uh, it's it's. Wow. I was gonna say I give a I was gonna say B minus for his end and then an A for Dan because like he has his running backs the flex guys are fine and you know the risk is he doesn't come back unlikely but there are rumors yeah especially if the, I think only if the Vikings aren't in contention he just packs it up but yeah it'll work out but any final remarks here Toast as we reach our final minute or so yeah so uh, last time we had an episode we reached a thousand followers on instagram now we're at two thousand followers on instagram so shout out to the other thousand people 2267 so shout out to all the new people that are now following us stay tuned for more content i know we were off for a couple weeks but we're back so you guys can relax there's more toast in the morning content for you all right so fasten your seatbelt it's gonna be a fun ride or maybe a smooth ride, I don't know. Well, it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. So cool.